Section two of Autobiography of Phineas Pett by Phineas Pett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section two. The Family of Pett. When Thomas Hayward, in his description of the Sovereign of the Seas, written in 1637, referred to the author of this manuscript as Captain Phineas Pett, overseer of the work and one of the principal officers of His Majesty's Navy, whose ancestors as father, grandfather, and great-grandfather, for the space of two hundred years and upwards, have continued in the same name officers and architects in the Royal Navy. He was, it may be presumed, recording the local tradition of the Pett family. That this tradition was strong and persistent is clear from the fact that Mansell, writing to Thomas Aylesbury in 1620, to propose Peter Pett as builder of the new pinnaces, recommended him on the ground that his family have had the employment since Henry the Seventh's time, while forty years later Fuller, in his Worthies of England, also referred to it in these words, quote, I am credibly informed that that mystery of shipwrights for some descents hath been preserved successfully in families of whom the Petts about Chatham are of singular regard. End quote. This tradition, so far as it relates to the descent of the mystery from generation to generation, was no doubt well founded, but there is no evidence that office under the crown was held by any of Phineas Pett's ancestors earlier than his father Peter. The name Pett is said by a modern writer on the history of English surnames to be a Kentish variant of the name Pitt. This would imply a Kentish origin of the family and this supposition might seem to be strengthened by the fact that the name as a place name only occurs in kent and on the eastern borders of sussex the fact is however that pet is simply a middle english variant of the familiar word pit kin to the old frisian pet and is found in use throughout the east coast counties from sussex to yorkshire but more frequently in the south than in the north in the thirteenth and fourteenth century this surname occurs in the form of atpet or delpet i e at the pit or of the pit which indicates clearly that the bearers had on the introduction of the hereditary surname from the twelfth century onward taken the name pet or had it thrust upon them because they were known as living near to a pit and were thereby distinguished from other walters or adams dwelling on the hearth or by the wood etc a study of the local distribution of this name in the fourteenth century shows that the pit in question though it may occasionally have been a well a saw pit or a pitfall for wild beasts was more usually a place where owing to the absence of stone from the district clay or loam had been dug in forming the walls of the rude cottages in which all but the upper strata of society then dwelt thus one great centre of the pets in suffolk in the thirteenth and fourteenth century the district between thetford and eye is a heavy clayland from which stone is absent by the end of the sixteenth century this name in the form of pet pet and pet was common in kent essex suffolk and south norfolk in fifteen eighty three peter pet then master shipwright at deptford obtained a grant of arms from herald's college the original has unfortunately disappeared but from the reference to it in Leneve's Pedigree of the Knights, 
it appears that he claimed descent from thomas pett of skipton in cumberland through john pett his grandfather and peter pett his father who had been a shipbuilder at harwich the fact that there is no skipton in cumberland shows that this record is hardly reliable as regards the place of origin of the family neither of the existing skiptons neither of the existing skiptons which are both in yorkshire remote from the sea is likely to have given birth to a family of shipbuilders and there is no indication that any relations of the pets were at any time resident in yorkshire or cumberland moreover the name was practically unknown in this period in the north in an attempt to elucidate this matter major bertram raves put forward in the mariner's mirror the suggestion that thomas pett was of hopton in suffolk and that hopton was fudged into skipton by the tudor heralds in the grant of arms to peter pett pets about or near to hepton at the time were yeomen or husbandmen the pedigree may therefore have seemed to need treatment he then goes on to show that pets were established in the neighbouring villages of hepworth wattisfield harling and waltham le willows the pets in wattisford having been in the neighbourhood since the fourteenth century one significant fact is the letter which peter pett the half-brother of phineas wrote to sir bassingbourne gordy of harling in fifteen ninety eight in which he apologises for his delay in visiting him and sends his remembrances to lady gordy and others it is clear from this letter that peter was well known in the neighbourhood and was it may be presumed related to the thomas pett living there at that time but it seems very doubtful whether skipton really was a wilful substitution for or a mistranscription of an original hopton for there is no evidence that any one of the name ever lived at hopton and it seems possible that some earlier pet may have migrated to yorkshire and his descendant john have returned to east anglia of thomas pet nothing is known and of john his son nothing can be stated with certainty in fourteen ninety seven william pett of dunwich left by will quote, to my brother john pett my new boat and all my working tools end quote, a legacy that implies that the brothers were shipwrights it is not improbable that this was the john pett who was engaged in corking the regent in fourteen ninety nine from the entry in the roll it is clear that john was a master workman or shipbuilder for the sum paid him thirty-eight pounds one shilling and fourpence is a fairly large amount for that period and covered miscellaneous stores besides the corking of the overlop or deck and the sides of the ship against wind and water unfortunately his account villam suam inde factum is no longer in existence this work was possibly carried out at portsmouth where the regent had been fitted for the expedition to scotland in fourteen ninety seven and where she was again undergoing repair in fifteen o one but there would have been nothing unusual at that period when the resources of the portsmouth district were hardly sufficient in entrusting such work to a shipbuilder from the eastern counties in fourteen eighty five a master shipwright had been sent from london to burlston to superintend the removal of the mast of the great of the Dieu and her entry into dock and shipwrights were frequently impressed from east anglia to work in portsmouth and southampton the work may however have been carried out at harwich 
where the king's ships sometimes rode with peter the son of john we come at length upon sure ground the will he made in march fifteen fifty four is upon record and shows that he was possessed of a dwelling-house and shipbuilding yard at harwich which he bequeathed to his son peter the father of phineas possibly he was the peter pett noted by mr oppenheim as among the shipwrights pressed from essex and suffolk working at portsmouth in fifteen twenty three there can be no doubt that he was the peter pett of harwich who with other shipwrights signed a decree of appraisement of a ship in fifteen forty his son peter pett who died in fifteen eighty nine when master shipwright at deptford entered the royal service some time before fifteen forty four as already noted there is no record of the names of the earlier ships built by him but it is known that in fifteen seventy three he built the swiftsure and the Acates, and in fifteen eighty six the moon and rainbow all at deptford at the time of his death in fifteen eighty nine he was engaged upon the defiance and advantage which were completed by joseph pett his second and eldest surviving son who as already remarked succeeded to his place as master shipwright his eldest son william pett of limehouse also a master shipwright who built the greyhound in fifteen eighty six having died in fifteen eighty seven peter pett was twice married and had four sons and one daughter by his first wife whose name is not known and six daughters and three sons of whom phineas was the eldest by his second wife elizabeth thornton these will be found set forth in the subjoined tables which will serve to illustrate the relationship between them and the other members of the family referred to in the manuscript peter pett towards the end of his life had achieved a great reputation as a shipbuilder and was as is evident from his will a man of considerable means he died possessed of a house at harwich where he had also built almshouses a house at deptford land at freighting near colchester the lease of a house at chatham and ground presumably a shipbuilding yard at wapping in addition to this property he left twenty pounds to the children of his son richard six pounds thirteen shillings and fourpence to the child of his daughter lydia a hundred pounds each to phineas and his brothers noah and peter and one hundred marks to each of his four daughters by his second wife and to an unborn child that probably did not live the payments to the children of his second wife were to be made on their attaining the age of twenty-four but from the statements of phineas on pages twelve and thirteen it would appear that part of the money was embezzled by the reverend mr nunn and part retained by phineas's brother joseph peter pett of wapping the third son of the above carried on business as a shipbuilder in the private yard at wapping which had been left to him by his father he does not appear to have held any office under the crown but seems to have been well known to the lord high admiral for in his letter above referred to he puts off his visit to gordy on the ground that he has to be next sunday with the earl of nottingham at the court of richmond in fifteen ninety nine he published a poem entitled time's journey to seek his daughter truth and truth's letter to fame of england's excellency which he dedicated to nottingham he was also the author of a sonnet in three stanzas of seven lines entitled all creatures praise god 
it is not necessary for our present purpose to pursue the fortunes of this family further but the reader who is desirous of obtaining information as to the later descendants of peter pett of harwich will find it in an excellent paper in volume ten of the ancestor by mr farnham burke and mr oswald baron entitled the builders of the navy a genealogy of the family of pett End of section two.